Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I'm going to be your host. Episode five. This is a big one. I didn't wasn't sure if we would get here. Um, so I had a few <clears throat> people that I wanted to talk to. Made my list of five. So tonight is it. Um, unfortunately, Aaron Knox could not be with us. So we were going to talk to a couple of badass detailers who I met last year at MTE, and they've been pretty cool with me since then. Good friends, I consider them, even though we don't hang out um, as much, uh, but we do talk, we see each other at events, things like that. So we are going to be speaking with the Bakers, Rashid and Megan from BCCD Jacks. So stay tuned. Yellows. Mr. Baker, how are you doing today? Hello, Mr. Alexander. All right, we're just waiting on Megan to jump in. What's that? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay. How was your day today? Oh, it was all right. I just did my uh, <coughs> my monthly. Speech. Hey, do you are you have your headphones on? What happened? Do you have headphones on? Yeah, but they're not. Should I not have them on? No, no, no. no now, now they're good. Um, for some reason, um, in the beginning they were. Uh, it was echoing. It was repeating. Whatever I'd say, so I didn't wanna. But yeah, if you got them in, that's good. I mean, I can take them out. They're not. Nope. I can't even hear them. I can only hear hear you oh. through the phone. So. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, whichever is. Whichever is easier for you, um, I'll let you know if it gives me any kind of echoing, to, um, plug them back in or put them back on or something like that, whichever. It's, okay, it's, that it's, the, the, the sound is good now, so that's that's all that kind of matters. <clears throat> Megan's going to jump on here. She just texted me because I told her seven, but I figured since you guys are ready, just <laughs> go ahead and do it. <clears throat> I have a whole lot of intro here to cut out <laughs> no, how was your day uh we were working on uh on the yellow fin trying to get in prep for coding for tomorrow so we have blood out in the morning wash it and then uh get it ready for tomorrow so nice would you uh, what what's up so what'd you do today I just had my monthly clients. I, I take care of them on Fridays because then it's kind of like a like a short, easy day for me because I'm usually done by like two, two thirty. There's Miss Baker. How you doing, Megan? Hey guys. Hola. I'm exhausted, sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, okay, so <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have listened to the podcast yet. I think you have listened to at least one or two. Um, it's just kind of a uh, get to know each other kind of deal in a sense. Um, you know, people that I'm interested in, um, although I kind of know you guys, so, you know, it's not too much of a get to know you guys. But um, but still, I think some people out there maybe who don't know you uh, might maybe learn something um, from this. So um, my questions are going to be obviously directed for both of you guys, since you guys work together and everything. Um, if 
you guys want to tell different stories or different answers, then obviously it helps fill the time because um, I didn't come up with as many questions because I figured with two two guests we might take up more time. And I and I try to keep these around 45, 50 minutes, um, kind of kind of quick, easy for everybody to to uh, listen to while they're working. Um, so first question, same for everybody else. And um, I'm guessing you guys can definitely answer this one um, separately is, um, so how did you guys get into detailing? Where did you start? Um, you know, how did it go from there? Um, things like that. Go ahead, Baker. Baker. No, Baker, you started first, so you can you can round this up. Go ahead. Yeah. To Jacksonville, Florida, back in 04. Boys home. Wait, hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Because we might have to do this over. I'm getting you're, – you're breaking up the, the quality. It's I don't know. Megan, is it was that the same for you? Could you hardly hear him? Was he breaking up? It, I could hear him, but it was going in and out, almost like yeah. the connection wasn't as good. Right. Hey, let's try it again. You there, you there, Rashid? Hello, Rashid? Baker? Hello? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Oh, we can hear yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, can hear, I can hear you now. Okay, so let's try it again. So, so, I'm, so I'm just talking through my regular phone. The headphones aren't working. That's fine. As long as I don't hear feedback or, okay. or duplicating or whatever to make it hard for people to listen to, I don't, I don't care. Got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh four, so oh four, I moved to moved to Florida. Worked uh, at a boys' home, bought a Mustang, was wanting some extra cash, so I could try to do some things, and went down to the Chevy dealership. Said, "Hey, I want to wash some cars." Uh -huh. Actually, it was Nissan, Nissan, because that's when I learned how to drive my first stick. So oh, nice. I burned a lot of I burned a lot of clutches at Nissan. <laughs> so you bought a Nissan between oh four oh five. It probably had a clutch. My bad. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I so I just worked my way there. You know, I used to work crazy hours there and kind of just bounce around. Worked for you know a big, um, I guess production type company like that for Asbury Group. Uh, got into a supervisor position and then kind of just always did it and then uh and then 2009 i got in the boats and ever since we've been on a boat wow how about you megan uh so of course my story is very very different um i kind of helped out as far as the detailing once we got i want to say we bought a, a trailblazer and that's a trailblazer and that was kind of like my baby. So that was probably the first one that like I fell in love with. Uh -huh. But as far as the true detailing world, I came from the multifamily world. I did real estate for 14, 15 years. Um, uh -huh. It didn't come until 2017. Rashid got a wild hair up his ass, excuse my language, and decided that he was going to get into ceramic coating. And he was going to go down South Florida to this ridiculous ass training that cost us like an arm and a leg at the time, or at least the way that it seemed. Um, and he was going to get certified and he was going to start doing this, you know, ceramic coating on boats. Well, the guy that he had gone down there with to be nice is just a complete idiot. 
and yeah, um, it wouldn't have turned out very well. But anyway, so he came back and he had had, I want to say like five or six boats lined up by the time he got back that were all wanting to oh, do this coding. Um, had signed up for a brick and mortar shop um, <laughs> and everything. So like had just gone into it with like two feet. Right. Well, the problem that he had ran into is none of his helpers really helped. Um, yeah. So he had one chick that like um, was terrified of water uh, another and one was like chair yeah, and heights and bugs. Um, she fell in the water at one of the marinas. Um, he had buffers dropped in the water, product dropped in the water, people that just didn't show up. I mean, it was just bad. Right. So when he signed on for this brick and mortar, of course, that's a, that's a shit ton of overhead. Like, holy hell, you know, buckle up, buttercup, here we go. And so I went in there, <clears throat> and I'll never forget, he was doing, it was a dark red boat. It wasn't dark red. It was white, but it was wow. supposed to be burgundy. Um, he was doing this boat and Reed, which was his helper at the time, had called out. And he's like, I need help because we were under a certain deadline when we had to get it done. And the entire boat had to be, you know, sanded and compounded and, you know, et cetera. I had never touched any of this shit, Alex. I had literally like washed and waxed and vacuumed. Like that was it. I didn't touch right. machines. And he wants me to pick up a buffer. Like, uh, no, 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 I don't do that. Like, you said help. Like, I came, like, what do we, what do you want me to wash? I'll make shit pretty. Like, no. And he's like, no, I need you to pick up the buffer. So I picked up the buffer and I went to the back of the, the boat, not knowing that, of course, that's the hardest fucking part of the boat, and started <laughs> there. But um, slowly but surely, I kind of very frustrated because at first he kind of stood behind me, which drives me nuts. Um, but after he walked away for like 2.2 seconds, um, I was able to kind of get it down and it didn't look like his, which frustrated the hell out of me. Um, but I just went back at it more and more and more. So probably about three years ago, I say I fell in love with it, did it for about a year um, while I still did my other job. So literally like waking up at three o'clock in the morning um, and doing that job until like, I don't know, three o'clock the next morning. <laughs> um, but no, that's what it felt like. But no, doing both jobs and then helping him out at night and on the weekends and all that good stuff. After a year of that, I left the real estate job, um, six figure income and said, well, here we go. And we've been doing it ever since. Wow. So that kind of, Somewhat answers my next question. I was going to ask, how long have you guys been working together? Um, so three years or so. About like. three years, yeah. yeah, roughly about three years. Wow. And then, and then, so Rashid, you kind of touch on this. It wasn't always boats. Um, so that was kind of what I was going to ask because I mean, obviously, you know, that's what everybody kind of knows you guys for. I mean, you guys do sprinkle in a, a truck and a car here and there, but you guys are kind of known for, you know, working on marine vehicles. Um, so that's where, you know, I was going to ask, uh, I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, was it always boats or not? So you, you for, for yeah. Megan, I guess it kind of was. And for Rashid, it wasn't because you started out in the, in the, um, production world, so to speak. Correct. Yeah. Um, so my next question is you guys make some of the most fun, entertaining Facebook live videos, whether it's Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> or, <laughs> or if it's, uh, you know, just Megan 
having a good time. Um, is is it all funny games and dancing with you guys, or, or you know, you guys pretty down in you know nit and gritty seriousness of of everything? If you've met Baker, there is no seriousness. What you <laughs> see is what you get. Now, is he breaking out the wig and the onesies every day? Thank God, no. That's not <laughs> happening. Um, but is he a riot every day? Heck yeah. Um, I mean, we, we try to have fun. So, like, yeah. what you see is kind of what you get. There's always music playing. Um, and we have a very eclectic taste. So, it literally goes from country to hardcore rap to rock and like you, you literally you walk in our shop and you never know what's going to be playing what's going to be going on what project we're going to have in, it turns into the strip club you know turns into a there's no strip 11. club what are you so, talking about there's no strip you club know. i mean y'all have seen his videos there is a lot of leg being shown in his videos and yes, those movies. i mean goodness gracious yeah you you would think that he would get a, a tan higher up <laughs> you know, I'm, wor- I'm working on He's it. He's working, working on, on it. it. He's working on it. <laughs> yeah, so, working on so it. where did the where did the onesies and the wigs kind of come into play? I mean, is that something you just one day on a whim, or is that something that's kind of been for a I while? Mean, and... I, I've always I've always tried to have. Uh, I've always been that person of like, either you're gonna like me or you're not gonna like me. So I'm gonna do what makes me happy. Um, I can remember time. I have pictures of it, and maybe one day I'll post it. I think I was in the 11th grade. No, I was a sophomore. No, I was a senior. Uh, a girl said she had a, a Girl Scout uniform. I was like, I can wear that. I and he that did. Damn Girl Scout fit to school. I think I have. I think I may still have the pictures here. I, I had you that. I had, the brown, I had the brown socks on. I had my DCs on. I had my backpack tight, and I was rocking. Anybody thought. That's just me. I, I figured that when you're doing this, it is high stress, you know, because right. you're trying to make something perfect. And if you can cut away at the day to make it easier, that just makes it funner. Right. right. I mean, everybody's all uptight and everybody's, it's, it's cutthroat, man. Everybody needs to just relax, have fun. If you like it, you're going to go forever in it and it's, it's just going to work. So then when the wig is when I went to SEMA, I was like, man, I need a, I need a wig when I go to SEMA. I think because I was just talking shit to somebody and said, hey, I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden, the Trump socks came together. The wig came together. No, you know? no, let's get real. You had an entire alter ego that came out around SEMA. Like, it wasn't just an idea. Like, you had an entire freaking care. He broke out a freaking smoke machine, Alex, and was choking on it <laughs> just to be able to make a video to show off. I mean, it, and it's it's crazy because he had stuff for this SEMA that he's yet to be able to actually dabble in because SEMA right. didn't happen. So only God yeah. knows when so, that's going to get so released. When, I mean, you've already so seen the blow-up paint booth. Right. Yeah, so when SEMA – so either Mobile Tech this upcoming year, if we do have that, I will have a spectacular gift for somebody. If SEMA comes up, I will have a spectacular gift from somebody. Hey, you know that you could, you could just do that during our grand opening, Baker. No, 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 no. Gotta, <laughs> this is for the world to see. Oh, when God. You go to SEMA, when you go to SEMA, everybody sees. And yeah. it's like, hey, this tells that person. Oh, I'm sure everybody saw you. Like, I, I don't doubt that everybody <laughs> saw you. So, so, so the, so the wig, the wig at SEMA, that was, that was the first time you did that. So that was, 
That was the SEMA that you and I were hanging out together. Correct. Right? Yep. Was, that was, was that his your... very first SEMA. Yeah. That, okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Was that your first SEMA? Because that was my first SEMA yeah. too. And what's and what's crazy is I was I was born and raised in Vegas. I'm right. from Vegas and never and I never knew that you had to be like a vendor, whatever type person to go. To right. Whatever. And I when I turned eighteen, I left Vegas. Said bye, and it was. I told you it was 15 years to the yeah. date of me going back. So it yeah. it had changed you, in ways that you took me. You took me the long way back to the hotel, and yeah, we I did. Little, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was, I, I mean, I felt safe that that I was with you, but it was, it was, it was a little sketchy. <laughs> was, oh my god! Like, how do, how you were that dude hotel? that night, Baker. <laughs> yeah. You know, we you know we we rolled through we rolled through some parts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want. I wondered how I was gonna get back to the hotel. Some stuff went up down, but no, no, it, it, <laughs> it wasn't. It was. I've been through sketchier neighborhoods, but yeah, no, oh, yeah. Was, it was actually a fun time. I'm, I'm glad that uh, that nobody was there at the airport to pick you up. That you came and hung out at the hotel. Oh yeah, that was that was spectacular. Yeah. Um. So, oh, let's see. What do we got here? Where am I at? Okay, so you guys are one of the few detailers um, that I know who primarily works on marine vehicles. Um, again, you guys do sprinkle in some some little trucks and cars here and there, but you guys are primarily boats and and sea dews and stuff like that. Uh, so who in the who do you guys look up to? I mean, do you guys have like other marine guys that you look up to or is it just doesn't really matter correcting paints correcting paint and even though it's gel coat um you know you're you're with everybody else mm, i would so i would say that i look up to megan because she is working yeah she's like oh my god but she, she works harder than she listen if i'm in there she's in there if we're going but there's been nights where we run till you know we're running 15 hour days and wow. we're getting it and she's there she's like well let's just we'll push through it we've slept in the truck you know had the coating bacon for an hour or two get back up hey let's go put the next coat on All right let's get some coffee so <laughs> for that it's her because she's just she's a, a workaholic but i mean there are so many people in the industry that are amazing so you know and no, no, that's good Go ahead. No, I was I was just gonna say. I mean, that's cool. Just because you know, I don't work on boats or marine vehicles, and it's not a personal preference. It's just one of those things that doesn't really happen. So I don't really, you know, pay attention to a lot of the marine guys out there. Maybe they're in different pages and things of that nature. So you guys are kind of the only ones, you know, that I know that are doing it you know kind of on a regular basis other than some of the other guys who pick up boats you know here and there type deal i think the biggest difference is is a lot of the times with the marine world and i think that's what makes people like rashid and you'll see a few others in our group that are like him but that aren't scared to like share their knowledge. They're not scared to like mentor someone that doesn't have a freaking clue or someone that's been doing it for 20, 25 years that actually has a question. But the problem that you run into, which is the same issue that you run into with the car world, just you run into a lot more of it in the Marine side is just people are very closed lipped. You have guys that have been doing this for, you know, 15, 20 plus years. They're getting ready to retire. Their bodies have had it. 
But do you think they're actually going to share any of their knowledge or any of their tricks? No, they literally take it out with them. And that ends up being the problem. So you end up having a lot of guys that are doing it that just don't, they don't actually, you know, actually talk to each other. They don't network. They don't have those connections. So I think that's the biggest thing of what we're trying to change is it doesn't have to be that way. At the end of the day, there are enough boats and enough jet skis and enough watercrafts and cars and trucks to literally feed us all. I mean, shit, here in in Jacksonville, you can throw a rock and hit, you know, a vehicle detailer, but you can't, I mean, I can name on one hand the total amount of boat detailers, quote unquote, and really out of on that one hand, the ones that are truly doing anything close to what we are, I, I could say maybe one. Um, most of them, I mean, they throw a rotary on a boat and they call it a day. That's just, gotcha. that's the boating world. Um, but there are a few that are up and coming that I would say I have some huge respect for. Um, you actually see a lot of them in Pain Assassins. Uh, we actually did two of them as uh, two of the award winners for the competition we just did. Um, like Josh Rarick. That dude is young, but he is turning out some crazy work. Uh, There's another couple called Boat Tees. The two of them, I mean, are killer when it comes to, like, your jet-type boats and stuff like that. So there's definitely – they're out there. They're just quieter. Baker just kind of – he comes in and he explodes in the room. You can't – you can't come in like a Literally. Literally. (laughs) I'm going to go get me a Miley – Oh my God, I can't with you. You are not putting on a Miley Cyrus nude onesie. It is so not Listen. happening. No. Listen, that with some Doc Martens. That is where I draw the line. Well, you know, you kind of said, you kind of said, you know, a good point there where, you know, and unfortunately, it's kind of the bummer part about, I think, this industry as a whole um, is that people don't want to share. And it's, and it's crazy, you know, to share your experience or to share your knowledge to, whether it's like you said, the the up and comer, or maybe it's the guy or the or the girl who's been doing it forever, and maybe they're just doing it a different way. Uh, you know, that's crazy. I mean, again, there's way way too many vehicles on the road and on the water that we all can't survive. I mean, I've always I've always told people, you know, coming from the car wash industry where we washed you know, anywhere from 400 to six, 700 cars a day, you know, give me not even a full day's worth of what the car wash gets and I'm good for a whole year, you know, kind of deal. Mm -hmm, So, you know, if there's that many cars that are on the road that can go through a car wash that many times, there's enough for every detailer, whether they're, you know, the, the $25 mobile guy or, you know, the $2,000 ceramic coating guy. I mean, there's enough for everybody. So that's something I think is a good point. You know, it would be nicer if everybody kind of shared and didn't kind of keep everything so close to the the chest um, as far as knowledge goes. Um, I know you guys did um, training one time. Uh, have you guys thought about doing more of that or running classes or things of that, that knowledge? We, we actually have, we're, we're going to be moving spaces. Um, our current shop, I don't, you haven't had a chance to come to Jacksonville yet, but our current shop is just under 1100 square feet. And 
for a car shop, that would be doable for a few years. You know, you can make that work, but for right. a boat shop and at least the size of the boats that we're doing and to the amount that we're doing, literally our Mondays, like this past Monday by six thirty, we had six boats sitting out front. We were trying oh, to like God. juggle and musical chairs around. So we are actually going to be moving spaces and um, we're going to be upgrading from just over a thousand to almost 4,000 square feet. Oh, so once, congrats. yes, we're super excited. So once we get into that space, we're definitely going to be able to up the trainings. Um, of course, you know, all this craziness, they kind of slowed it down. Um, we have right. done some one-on-ones, um, but they focus more on the repair side. Um okay. There's been a lot of folks that have really kind of wanted to either fix their own vessel or have just been really interested in being able to throw it onto their, you know, their services. So a lot of times that's kind of the, the easiest way to get started. And I think for, at least for me, for boats, so for those people that are kind of, eh, I've never done boats, I don't know about it. For me, being able to fix it and know that if I burn through it, that gave me kind of the confidence to, okay, you want me to turn the brush up for six? okay, let's do this. Let's cut through it. But it right. kind of gives you that confidence where you're not as scared because if some old shit moment happens, you're not having to call the body shop guy down the way and hope that they've got time to fit you in or hope that they're not going to hit you over the head because they're busy as hell. You right. can do it right then and there yourself. So yeah. definitely we want to amp up the trainings. Um, we've been getting tons and tons and tons of questions about it. So hopefully over, I'd say the next two, three months, we'll have some things in the works. That's cool. And it's just a just an extra revenue source also. You know, you go do a boat, right. say I go quote a boat for a thousand bucks. Hey, I see a couple of spots on your boat that can be fixed, you know, it's another eight hundred dollars. Wow, you just made eighteen hundred bucks with yeah. just looking at a boat. So it that's the thing is we're, we're trying to get people to understand that listen, there there are t- there's about ten detailers out here that do boats that they will not mess with jet skis. They will mess with jet skis or fix the fiberglass side of it. In the wintertime, they slow down. In the wintertime, right. we're still moving because we right. do everything. Now, do you, kind of can, go ahead. No, no I, was, I was just going to say, when you guys typically get you know, clients coming to you or, or customers coming to you or calling you or whatever, are they just looking for a detail and, and you guys end up upselling them to doing some, some fixtures? Or do they know that, that you do that stuff and, and they're kind of, you know, hey, I've got this and while you're at it, maybe so, you know, get it polished up kind of deal. So about, nine, I would say maybe about 90% of our customers are referrals. And yes. Pretty much all of to them 90, are. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, no, 90 to 95% are going to be all referrals. But honestly, every phone call, whether they're calling for a detail or they're calling for a repair, I'm going to go through everything with them and I'm going to really fill them out to see what they're doing. Now I'd say out of all of our customers, probably about 35% of them are quick flippers or they've had the boat for too long. They have fallen out of love with it. They just want to get rid of it. So they're not looking to throw a ton of money into it. Right. So it also becomes kind of about filling people out because nobody wants a salesman, especially in the boating world. They want to feel like they're your best friend. If you can be their best friend, literally they will open up their pockets for you. If they gotcha. feel like you were trying to like hit them over the head or sell them on some shit, just like with your, your people that kind of, you know, have your more expensive cars, they're able to fish out the salesmen versus the guys that are really just trying to take care of their investment. Like, Hey, I'm going to educate you. These are going to be your choices. These are going to be your options. This is what you can do. Take it or leave it. 
And that's kind of the the route that we go about it. If they kind of bite into and like, well, I've never heard about that. And they kind of sound interested, then we'll go into the coding. Um, But as far as like the repairs go, I mean, we definitely will go through anything that we see that's not non-cosmetic. Now I'm never going to go ripping a boat, you know, apart just because a lot of times what we see, the customer's not going to see. So I don't want to go through and be like, Hey, have you seen that? Hey, what about that? Hey, what about that? You know, you never want to do that. But if they come to you and they're like, well, I want it perfect. I want a brand new boat. Are you sure about that? Because with a brand new boat comes a price tag, but we can definitely go through that. And there are those customers that are literally like, okay, we have one in the shop right now. Literally everything we call him with, do you want to do this? Yep. Do you want to do this? Yep. So we've had his boat for God way too long, um, but it's almost four done. Month. Four months. It's almost done. Wow. Yeah, but at the end of the day for them, it's probably cheaper just to have you guys go through and make it a brand new boat again versus going out and buying a brand new boat. Oh, absolutely. Right. And it becomes a one-stop shop. It becomes more of a convenience. Right. And we've had customers that said that they were going to sell their boat that literally the wife comes back in and she's like, no, you're not. That have fallen all you know, in love back, you know, back in love with it. So you can have just like a house, you know, right. you can go through and you can do your renovations through a house and it can look completely different. Boats are one of those kind of like an oxidized vehicle. Like everybody hates black vehicles, but if you get one that's like really, really bad, that owner freaking loves you when you're done they literally worship the ground that you walk on like you are magician 101 that's kind of how it is with boats when they get really oxidized and they're dead like those boats where they're like there's no way you can save this like it it, there's no way hold my sweet tea honey yes we can promise you yes yes it can be so you know that that's kind of the world that we've stepped into it's very rare unfortunately that we get new boats those are those are usually really fun um but even the ones that we've gotten that are new typically those customers are the ones that you know really really want to take care of it so then it becomes not just a really quick polish and coated it's like no we want it to be glassy okay (laughs) (laughs) and 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 of course gel coat's different than cars so when they get oxidized like that you guys can cut on them a lot more than than you would be able to on an oxidized car and um bring that gel coat back versus sometimes with an oxidized car once it's gone it's kind of gone there's no you know even if you even if you can make it shiny again it's not going to last as long but and i don't know if i'm correct but Joe cuts a little different that way, right? I mean, usually if you cut it down, it, it stays shinier for a lot longer. It can be. Um, unfortunately, just like in, in your line with cars and clear coat, what you'll find with oxidation just on the boats, it, it hides a lot. So really, you don't know until you take that oxidation off. You know, we've had some boats that are left with porosity, which is basically like little tiny pinholes all throughout the boat. And what that is, is that's when the gel coat has thinned out severely to where there's no gel coat or no paint in those areas. So you really, really want to be super careful. What the problem is, is a lot of times it's hidden beneath that oxidation. So you don't really know until you get into it. Um, And then there's been other boats where you don't think that you're going to have enough material and you end up just having to go there and 
pucker up buttercup and we're ceramic coating this baby. So we're literally yeah. going to get it perfect. <laughs> make sure we leave just enough material on there and then slather it. And then we just make sure that we emphasize to those clients that, listen, you have got to make sure you maintain this, bring it back to us at a minimum in one year. Once you get to about 18, 20 months, bring that bad boy back to us. Don't get past that two year marker because your gel coat may not be able to take it. The last thing I want is you burned it off in certain areas and then you've got no gel coat to, you know, fix it. Then you're looking at a repaint just like you would with a car. You know, there's some cars where literally you'll let them know, Hey, the hood, the top of the vehicle, we just had a truck uh, this past week where literally we were able to make the sides beautiful, but his hood, that's the last cut you have on it. His right. top of his truck, it's the last cut you have on it. Slather it in ceramic coating and keep it in on there because the next time it's going to be a repaint. And there's nothing you can do. You know, all you can do is just educate the customer. Right. And now does a lot of the um, boat customers turn into doing their, their cars or their trucks? Because, again, you know, we don't see you guys post a lot about vehicles. So when you guys do get the vehicles, um, is that coming from your – your boat clientele or is that again just people looking for detail and hey there's bccd jacks with ceramic coating in the name and you know bada bing bada boom we usually 90 percent of the time are going to refer the vehicles to our other detailers in the area unless it's a bigger job where it's an actual coating um it's rare that we're and it's just because we don't have the time Um, we're not really going to do your washes and your waxes and screw an interior unless you're paying me a good amount of money. Like it's just, it's not one of those where we have the time or the space. Um, as far as the clients that we do get, what's crazy in the boating world is no, usually the clients that we have, um, now our ceramic coating clients, yes, we will get their vehicles. But as far as like the boats in the past where we've literally just done a seal or a wash and wax, typically it's because they have their own like mobile detail person that does their vehicles. Um, Now Rashid, I know back before I got started, had his own mobile setup and he did a ton of vehicles that way. And he did the customer's boats. I can say before the brick and mortar, that was a little different. And Rashid, you can, if I'm wrong on that, correct me. No, you're right. <laughs> okay. man, man, man a few words right <laughs> hey he knows you know welcome to my life when y'all when you're right you're right i mean uh, yeah yeah you're right <laughs> um, yeah, you're right there you go see <laughs> um and and rashid i remember talking with you um uh i can't remember i don't think it was mte i think it was the meet and greet down here in orlando um yeah at the time you were doing like some transporting and stuff is that something that you do still do or is it just you were too busy with uh that that was that's just one of those one-off things we've got a couple dealerships that if they need us to go pick up boats and kind of have free time it's kind of like extra free money right um there is money in the transportation side of it just people the snowbirds from up north want to bring their boats down here you can make a good bit of money uh, it's just having that time to do it. That's all. Gotcha. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So this is another one for Rashid. Um, Man, I feel so loved now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys always submit, or not even you guys, Rashid mostly. 
you submit some really killer reflection of the week pictures. And I lose every time. <laughs> Damn, I, mean, I can't get a win for 2020. Holy smokes. Yes, I was going to ask if you wanted to say anything on that, but yeah. You know, I've jumped into that quick. You know, you know he is not going to turn down that opportunity. Yeah, listen, I've called Bruno, like, listen, man, I can't get one. We're we're putting boats in the paint and we're making them look good. I can't get one. I can't get one win. That's all I wanted. I just want the win to say, hey, I won. Somebody needs to get online and say, hey, y'all won. Y'all deserve it. Because, man, I put my hard work into it. I put her in the pictures. I think I'm a great photographer. Right. I'm up there with like um, I'm I'm up there with some of them high like like swimsuit dudes. You know, I make some bomb photos. But yet I can't get a victory. I don't know what it is. Um, you know the judges. You know me and the judges have had words. You know, we're not on the same page. Yeah, uh, and I was gonna say that that's um that's not really judged by by the group. Kind of like the paint correction of the month is that's, that's uh two people, I believe. Right. Who judge that. Right. And we, we've had a conversation. Uh, it, it might change. I don't know. I, I think it should go off of likes, you yeah. know, not just, I don't know. I, I feel that, you know, if you can make a boat look like a car, you should be good. It's paint on either way. Joe code is paint. Right. Um, we should, we should be able to submit something. I don't. I think that's why there's not a lot of people that submit the boat sides, and that's what we're trying to do is get the boat side up. Um, trying to get more. It's hard to as hell to make a boat look sexy. Damn it, we try. Listen, you know. I mean <laughs> that. So that red one that you guys did, red ruby or whatever you called it. Oh my ruby, god, oh my yes, god. That, the Everglades. Yeah, that that, uh, that one. That one should have won. That one should have won everything. I mean, it should have got reflection of the week. It should have got correction of the month. Like, uh, you know, be in the running for the year. I mean, you guys did. I mean, wow. You know, like that so. This is, so this is what's so great about that. She sold that boat. Okay, that was a twenty, a twenty-four foot Everglades. She yeah. sold it. And she just bought a 29-foot Jupiter, and it's called us it's to come so look big. at it because she wants to get it. Yeah, she wants to get it done. <sighs> and it's one of those things where we, we, you know, we let her know, hey, listen, this is what your boat can take. We can get it to this point. We can get it sold. And now she understands and sees the value right. in the coding and, and in the work that she uh, trusted upon us to do now that you have this bigger boat. And that's just a customer for life. If you don't, if you don't nickel and dime them, you don't screw them over, and you're straightforward all day. You got a customer all day. Right. So something Megan just kind of said makes me want to ask another question. When you just like, oh, it's so big. Um, <laughs> so I that's didn't what mean she it like said. that. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to um, say that. You know, we're, we're, it's a clean, it's a clean podcast. Come on now. Um, Listen, I didn't say that. anything. Yeah. No, but Listen. Is, is there is there too, is there too big? I mean, is there is there like okay? A, so a, a I will I will answer this in? before Rashid does because Rashid will have a different answer, and so he can answer okay. afterwards. But okay. hell yes, there is. Okay, <laughs> I preferably like boats that are twenty eight feet and under. I okay. hate the inside of boats, and I'm tiny, but I hate the inside of the boat. Nobody wants to be cramped in the same position for three and a half hours staring at the same white part of the boat. 
but it happens. There are boats that are that bad to where you're literally in the same corner for what feels like an entire day. So I hate big right. boats. 28 feet and under, I am happy. Rashid will tell you, you put me on anything over 28 feet and I'm a bitch. I'll do it. Like it'll get done, but I'm going to bitch Listen, because I bitch hate not, it. A bitch is not even a word. I want a soda right now. <laughs> like, goddamn, just get on the boat. My Betty White done. comes out hardcore. I need a Snickers. I need a soda. I need to eat. Like, it's oh, bad. Like, yeah, it's so bad. I feel. Yeah, listen, it's listen. It's money. Day, it's, it's it's money. money. It's, listen, right. that all all it does is it makes your bank account a little bit fatter. Okay, right. get your ass on the boat. Let's get I done. I can make that same amount of money with half the size of boat and turn it out in twice the amount of time that it took me on that big ass boat. You just like it because people are like, ooh, oh, uh, you did so a big what boat. Is, what's, the biggest, what's the biggest boat you guys have, have done? Together? Uh, Wait, I mean, yeah, either or. Forty. So 42 feet. No, no. Uh, uh, no, you liar. It's been bigger than that. No. Uh, 52 feet. How, how big is Phil Porter's boat? 35 feet, dumbass. I'm They're sorry. They're not Phil Porter. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Shut up. Out. The one on so, Daughter's Inlet, asshole. So that so that one's 40. <laughs> that one's 48. So 48 feet. Okay, so 48 feet is the biggest one I've been on. Rashid's crazy I, ass prior to me has, worked like Humpback Mountain and was working for the cheap and the down low for like some freaking, okay. I don't know, now, barbecue food. Okay, so now, so that now that was, and a listen, cold that, drink. Listen. That was called a learn. That was called a learning process. That's like one of the things that you get out there and you're just trying something new. You know, you. I had just started. I had just started my business, and I had a customer that had a 112 foot pathway. Man, uh, and I would, exactly and I would right. Get, and so the whole top side. You talk about was spending like, your life on a boat. Literally, by the time you right. start, it's time to start over again. Right. And the, the top side. The top side was white. The hull was blue. I would start at the very tip top of it. Wash all the way down. And then I started waxing. And then the next week, I was started all over again. And that was the process. It was every damn week. And the whole boat had teak in it. So the teak always had to be clean. The metal had to be shined. And let me tell you, I was doing that for $20 an hour. Like a straight hood rat slave. Wow. Okay? It was so bad. And then I learned Man. that, hey, all money like that's not it's not good. Okay. <laughs> He told right. he, when he told me how when when he told me how he beat the system he was beating the system with me. Okay, never again. Right. So, 112 is the biggest I've been on. Jeez. And he was smoking and crack. And that's really it's yeah. it's really it's not it's not big. Listen, and I have know? to tell you that if I had started on a 112 foot boat, we would not be having this conversation right now because that would have been my first and my last boat probably. <laughs> Hell to the nah, nah. There ain't no good music that could get me through that. And good music gets me through a lot. 112 feet? Right. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. There's no I think, soda. I think, There's no Snickers. I think, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I think if you got, if she was on a 112-foot boat, her go-to music would be Petey Pablo. <laughs> she flies through half of that boat. Okay? You heard the Ludacris song. That's the other half. Okay? So... Let's let's well, be let's be fair. I, I I side I side with Megan. I don't like I don't like being on big ones. That that last one I did with Jamal and and let's be honest, he did 
almost most of the work. <laughs> that that one that one was a thirty four foot, thirty five foot. Yeah, see, that's just too big. No, uh-uh. it, it is. It is, and and you know, it's it's a different story when it becomes a center console. I I had a client a few years back who actually is the father of one of the girls on Haley's um, was on Haley's cheerleading team. Um, you know, he's like, oh, I got this new boat, and he's like, oh, you know, it's it's uh it's only 24 feet and i'm like heck yeah i'll do that and he comes pulling you know i can't get it in my shop so we, i was just going to do it here at the shop or at the house it was just a, a one-step polish and and throw some wax on it kind of deal and he come pulling down the street and i'm like you know center console i'm like that is not 24 feet <laughs> center console boats are it's insane. way taller way taller you know which been the the normal kind of we, and you uh, can't you even know, because of that boat. you can't even go off the footage what was that one that we did baker i think it was either 17 or 19 feet do you remember what so i'm talking about was, that was so, so that so that was so it was a it was a it was a 2001 grady white it was 18 feet but it had a stance like a 25 foot it was freaking huge Literally, the whole of it was taller than me. And I mean, I know y'all are going to mm-hmm. crack up about that because I know that's not saying much because I know I'm short. But still, the whole of it was taller right. than me. So, Right. I just, I, if I'm going to do a boat, I want to do like a bass boat that's only like a foot and a half deep. No, <laughs> you just want to, you, you just want to do a jet ski. Jet skis are in and out. In and out. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. Um, so, uh, question for Megan, since I asked the one for Rasheed. Uh, so you started did you or have you started your little side videography type business and and if so how's that going and will that ever take you away from detailing or is that just something to play around with on the side it i don't know it really is more for me to play around with on the side um i don't know that it'll ever become full term just because the detailing side is more kind of what I enjoy. Uh, but I do the editing for us. That's kind of where it started out. And then I'd have people that had requested. I'd have people that had requested videos. Um, so I don't know. I've done a few. And then Rona decided to happen. So I don't know. That's good. All right. So that's like 45 minutes. Forty-five even. So, so I, I <laughs> so I don't want to. We're having a good time, and I'm pretty sure everybody would love to hear more of the bakers. But you know, maybe there'll be a part two. Maybe we'll do a part two one day. Um, I appreciate you guys being on this little silly fun podcast that I kind of came up with a, on a whim and has actually seemed to get some attraction. People kind of like it. So you guys, um, if you don't know, so, you, so when I originally um, started this, I've kind of told the story. Um, it was five. I figured five people uh, and or five episodes and wasn't even surprised I'd make it past two or three. So you guys were in my top five. Uh, it's just awesome. Look at that, Baker. People... You made the top five. Yeah. Listen, so I get the top guys... five. I get the top five in your heart, but I can't get the top five on penis assets. Damn. <laughs> The hey, listen. I, I I don't have the pull on that one. Uh, I, mean, I might be I might be an admin, but I don't I don't get the vote on on those types of deals. Oh my goodness! Uh, but, I'm just gonna uh, get them a participation ribbon. It's okay. I, yeah. But I, no, I we I we just, seriously I just, appreciate I just, it. 
Oh, for no, sure, you, for sure. You know, you guys, I, you know, I remember the first time I met you guys at MTE, um, you know, in front of the IGL booth, and we had a nice, real nice conversation, and you guys have been, you know, like super friendly to me ever since with the meet and greet and, and you know, me and Rashid hanging out at SEMA and, and MTE this, this year and everything like that. Just so, so you guys are definitely people that I kind of knew, uh, but again, you know, wanted to learn a little bit more about, ask a few other questions that, you know, there's sometimes we all get caught up in the work and it's hard to reach out to people and just kind of have a general conversation. So that's where that whole podcast kind of thing came from, which just people that I wanted to sit down with and ask some questions. So, you know, you guys made top five. We made it top five. People are still asking for more and more. So awesome. Next week, we'll move on to the next five. Um, and one of these days, Aaron Knox is not going to get bumped for somebody better. So. I, I, think, I think that everybody in Florida, just get a, we just need to rent a minivan and drive up to Atlanta and go see Knox. You know, oh hey, goodness, here we are. Gracious. This is the, the Florida crew is here, baby. We're here. Oh, my goodness. Let's I go. Can't wait Listen, that, he, he would probably love it. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, he. He. he he's. I don't know. He didn't great. he throw, didn't he he throw was, a trash can at you? He did <laughs> throw a trash can at me. That is right. I almost kind of forget that. I'm pretty time. sure he might put Baker uh, in the trash can. <laughs> listen, I, listen, I'm too big. I'm working on my dad body for my calendar. Okay. Oh God, I can't with you. Yeah, yeah, the ca- yeah. Who was that? You that suggested? The yes, calendar? that was him that suggested the calendar. Fell so on his damn head. Listen, I guarantee you, I can listen. When Jason posted that, I knew he he didn't think that anybody would respond like that because that went out the window. And then Doc <laughs> sent me a message. And if you can picture this, Alex, okay, just imagine this, okay? Uh-huh. Doc's is standing beside a Porsche, okay? And he's penis ass and whitey tigers, okay? He's got a <laughs> razor blade. He's got a razor blade on one side of his mouth, and he's got a sink in the other one. And he's giving the wink, wink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you've um, actually imagined this is quite disturbing. I'm not gonna it, lie. It is. You know, I, I you know, I'm <laughs> gonna be I'm gonna be truly honest. You gave I, a very I, descriptive um vision yeah. and visual oh, of that. Yeah. I I would almost think most people would think that I would have that visual and I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you, I've never once thought about Noxiana's underwear and now that you You will now image, I might look he's got I that penis go myself. <laughs> he's got the penis. Uh-oh, who'd we lose? Uh-oh. You lost oh, Baker. Lost. It cut him off. Lost Rashid, right? He, he, the, listen, that was his said, last year. Listen, with that image, they're like, nope, we got to cut him off the podcast. Guys are like, yes, no, this is your exit, son. He said, he said I'm out of here. I'm leaving on a high <laughs> note. Um, well, no, right, I truly, we truly appreciate it. I'll thank you for yeah. both of us. Thank you for having us on. This was a blast. Um, and I look forward to seeing what else you come up with, sir. Well, thank you. And, and always as a, as a last, if anybody wants to get in touch with you um, or reach out to you, you guys have a website, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, Snapchat, TikTok, any of those things you want to promote or talk about? Let oh, God. Um, Baker could have all of those. God only knows. <laughs> um, I personally only have Instagram and Facebook for a reason, but no, if you need to hit us up, any business questions, um, I think most people know that I am horrible. I try to get back as quickly as possible, but like Facebook gets flooded. It's insanity. 
Um, but I do right. get back to my messages eventually, I swear, even if I am two or three days late. Um, so Facebook Messenger, Instagram, either one of those I have. I don't have a Twitter or Snap or any of that other crap. No, um, the other, okay. those two keep me busy enough. And again, for Baker, can't speak for him, and Lord only knows what that man has. Well, I just I just sent him the link back. Maybe we can get him to jump back on. Maybe he's going to have an OnlyFans with the Pain Assassins tidy oh, whities. Uh, I don't know. He's got quite the onesie collection going on with the socks. There he is. You're back on the mic with Baker. Oh my goodness. So he needs a, (laughs) he needs a confirmation from you. So if, if your fans want to get in touch with you, Mr. Baker, you reach out to Megan. (laughs) Oh God. Well, we weren't sure if, you know, cause I always ask, I always ask everybody, you know, Facebook, Instagram, website, TikTok, Snapchat, and OnlyFans, any of those things. And, and you know, since you brought up the Pain Assassins, Tidy Whities, we didn't know if maybe you were going to debut an OnlyFans, Rashid Baker, Let, that you, you wanted to promote. So you talk, so you want me to get the, the Pain Assassins Jimmy Only account. I got it. <laughs> so, oh my you're God. Talk, so you're talking about the wig. You want the full month. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm... I'm down. If, if Jason doesn't make them, I will make them. Uh, oh my god! My tan legs, I mean, we, my tan legs are popping, so we're good. We we might need the wig, the pain assassins, tidy whities, and the Trump socks. Just you, want, you want the one? I with think the everyone on the viewing this is going to need some very dark sunglasses. <laughs> listen, oh, listen, it is on. Listen, oh my I, god, I got you, some. You guys are. Alex, you, you don't understand are, what you're starting here, dude. I have to, I have to like to, reel in the squirrel. You're gonna have to have a whole. You're gonna have a whole new fan group now. Like it's not gonna just be the Megan Baker groupie. Like, oh, Rashid's got some tidy white. Oh, look at those chicken legs. Mm. Oh yeah, like he's, really, he's really working them pain assassin butt cheeks. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's oh, funny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. Well, again, I, I really appreciate it, guys. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Um, you guys are the best. I, I, I love you guys. Awesome. I'm glad we could give you a good laugh, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought the, the Billy episode last week was, was maybe my best one, but this just is probably going to be the funniest one. The bloopers well, just... will be the best part. They just have to watch till oh, the they're... end or listen yeah, yeah. till the end. <laughs> Listen, there's, there's not going to be any editing this. It's just going to be full, oh, full I mean, that, I mean that's normally <laughs> When I send a text message, I, I, talk, I just send it how it comes out. His talk to speak. Oh, my gosh. The, the bonics that comes out when this man texts you. If it actually comes through and it makes sense, by the way, y'all, it came from me. This you're man did right. not write it. <laughs> nope. If it comes through and you're like, what in the world was he trying to invite me to the barbecue or was he defriending me? If if it comes through like that and you're really confused, Baker wrote it. No, I'm a, a thousand percent positive. <laughs> Not gonna deny it. <laughs> well, you, you guys have a great night. Enjoy your weekend. You too, sir. Or whatever tomorrow. Um, and uh, I'll I'll chat with you guys later. Alrighty, Sounds sir. good, sir. Have a great night. Thank you. You guys do the same. Baker's Appreciate out. It. Bye. Baker's out. Bye. Later. Bye. Oh my gosh, guys. That was the wonderful Bakers, Megan and Rashid from BCCD Jacks. Oh man, what a great podcast. Those guys always good for a laugh. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. First five episodes are in the books. 
Uh, now on to the next five. I uh, wasn't too sure we'd even make it this far. So now I'm starting to put a list together for the next five. Um, and as always, Aaron Knox, next episode, stay tuned.